Okay, sisters, let's talk about exercise. Yay! Exercise is a loaded word, is it not? What was the first thing that popped into your head when I said exercise? Was it running? Was it kickboxing? Maybe it was lifting weights. Maybe the first thing that popped into your head was big guys doing dumbbell curls. Yeah, maybe that's the one. Exercise means something different to every single person. I fully believe that if I asked each and every one of you what your first thought was, you would have something different. And that's okay. Exercise is a really broad topic. And for today, what I would like to do is to suggest to you that perhaps you give up exercising. I know, I know. We're like, wait, what? Did she just say give up exercising? Isn't she like a personal trainer? Wait a second. That's right, sister. I said give it up. What if you let yourself off the hook when it came to exercise? What if you stopped beating yourself up for not spending enough time in the gym, not beating up your body enough? What if I suggested that? Like what comes up for you? Do you feel a little bit of panic? Maybe a little confusion? Maybe a little bit of skepticism? I would definitely expect that. Because what I'm talking about is revolutionary. The idea of moving from exercise to movement is the key to long-lasting health. So I'm about to share with you my view and my experience with moving from exercise to movement and how this will help you get a body and life that you cherish. This is especially true for those of you who hit up the gym all the time and you just hate it. This is for you who don't go to the gym and feel bad about it. This is for you who do home workout videos that keep injuring you and exhausting you. This is for you who maybe you've never exercised before and you don't want to start (laughs) and you want something different. Maybe you've looked around at the health and fitness industry and the culture of health and fitness and decided, meh, that's not so much for me. And if that's you, then you are in the perfect place. So exercise is something that we do to be healthy, right? Exercise equals healthy. If you want to be healthy, you got to exercise. The problem with this is that, again, we live in a diet culture that has so much information that it's overwhelming. It is sheer craziness how many blog articles, podcasts, YouTube channels, influencers, Instagram accounts, websites that there are out there that talk about different ways to exercise. There are so many. If you even look on like YouTube, for example, and you type in workouts, I mean, the sheer number of hits that you could get would be in the millions. I think we're going to do this right now. I'm on youtube.com and I'm going to type in the word exercise into the search bar here. I'm going to see how many hits we get. There are... Oh, it doesn't even give me a number. Darn, I was hoping it would give me like this many hits for this word. 
but I just keep scrolling and it just keeps going. Okay, well, if you want something fun to do, we can even look at the first five things that pop up for exercises. 20 minute walk at home exercise. Fat burning cardio workout. 37 minute fitness blender cardio workout at home. 20 minute full body workout. No equipment needed. Eight ab exercises for, for beginners. You can do anywhere. 18 minute mommy and me full workout. Workout to do with the baby of any age. Fantastic. Excellent. So these are all about doing different exercises. You can find an exercise for everything. But can I ask you a question? Why is exercise so hard? Why do we struggle so much? If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? Why is it that hardly anybody wants to do it? Why? I think that there are a few different reasons why we don't like exercise. I think one of the reasons is that it's vulnerable, especially if you're doing it in a public place. It is vulnerable to put tight clothes on and for us ladies to shove the girls into a shelf and have a uniboob that's jiggling all over the place as you're trying to do these different workouts, especially if you're trying to run. I used to wear three sports bras when I was in high school trying to compress the girls so that they would be manageable during a workout. It's vulnerable to wear these tight-fitting clothes, especially when you don't feel very good in your skin. Then you put on these tight clothes and it's like, whoa, there's everything. I think that jiggling is uncomfortable a lot of times and that that makes us self-conscious. Like if you're doing jumping jacks, how everything just moves all at once and you're like, oh, this is so gross. I think also sometimes we get scared by breathing hard and that feeling of breathlessness comes with a lot of judgment, right? Like you judge yourself when you get out of breath. And so that is extremely vulnerable. Again, especially in a public place, if you're doing a fitness class or if you're working out in the gym and you're just like <gasps> trying to breathe, it's hard, right? It's hard. I think that especially in a gym atmosphere, there's a lot of comparison that goes on. And I cannot recommend enough putting on your blinders and not looking around. But that's what we do when we go to the gym. We compare ourselves. And we look at the person on the treadmill next to us and the person on the elliptical head three rows to the left. Look at how cute she looks in her workout shorts. How come I don't look like that? Sometimes this is subconsciously done and we don't even realize it because we do it so often that we just get used to it. But it still impacts us. There's definitely the vulnerability of working with a fitness professional, like a personal trainer, a group of fitness instructor, because then it's like that one-on-one -on -one attention. And, you know, the personal trainer's job is to make you sweat. Like, that's their job is to show you how weak you are so that they can make you stronger. And that's super vulnerable. I think the whole process of getting set, getting stuff ready, getting dressed, dragging your kids to the gym, finding childcare, finding time. I think that all these things are hard and all these things work against you. So what do we do instead? How do we move from an exercise mindset 
to a movement mindset. Because with exercise, it's incredibly hard to sustain, especially if you don't know what you're doing. And it, particularly if you have any kind of injury, any kind of muscular imbalance, any anything like that, this is also kind of contraindicated for exercise, especially if you keep getting hurt. I used to do this. I would go running. I am not built like a runner, and I would run and run and run, and I would always be getting hurt. I would have shin splints, or I would have a pulled muscle, or my quads would hurt, or my feet would hurt, or I'd get tendonitis. And finally, my one of my dear friends who's a chiropractor, he looks at me and he goes, Kim, you are not a runner. And I was like, but I've done half marathons. Like, I can run. And he's like, you can physically run, but your body doesn't like it. Clearly, it's trying to tell you it doesn't like it. So if you get chronic injuries when you're exercising, it could be that you're doing the wrong types of exercise for your body. So let's go back to sustainability. Sustainability is the ability to keep doing something for an extended period of time. And when we're talking about exercise, finding things that you can sustain is hard to do because your body adapts. Your body is so stinking smart. You do a new workout routine and you do it over and over and over again and then your body adapts and suddenly it's not as hard as it used to be and you also stop seeing the results from it that you used to. So then you have to find something else to do and rinse and repeat. So you've got, you try something new, your body adapts. You try something new, your body adapts. And for some people, this is really fun. (laughs) For some people, (laughs) this is like, being in a toy store and trying different toys. It's like, oh, okay, well, now I need to do this and now I'm going to do this. And they like doing that kind of thing. And that's great. If that's you, yes, more power to you. For the rest of us who really struggle with kind of falling back into the same patterns of things, doing the same exercises, that leads us to just getting stuck in a fitness rut. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe you're looking at the the calorie counters on the treadmills and the ellipticals and you're just trying to get higher numbers on those. But friends, that's not sustainable either. And that's boring. I fully believe that these, that being in a gym on a treadmill or an elliptical is boring. You have to distract yourself. I mean, there's like, (laughs) out of the gym that I go to, the treadmills are all equipped with Netflix, Hulu, you can put your phone into the, it has a special like little spot for your phone so that you can like put it on there, plug it in. You can have Bluetooth, you can watch any of the TVs that are around you. There's a spot for your books, for your magazine, because we have to distract ourselves. Because if you were to just like walk or run on a treadmill with no other stimulation, it's boring. Oh, it's boring. I hate it. It's one of the most monotonous things. I do it when I can't get outside or I need childcare. But otherwise, I would much rather be doing something else. So how do we move into a movement mindset and why is that better? I think that like we talked about earlier, exercise is loaded, right? It's a loaded word. We bring a lot of presuppositions to that and a lot of context to it. But movement That's something that anybody can do. You don't have to do burpees 
You don't have to do jumping jacks. You don't have to walk on a treadmill. Like, we're going to move away from those words. We're going to move away from that mindset of high-intensity workouts or I have to do group fitness class or I've got to sweat. And if I don't sweat, I'm not exercising. No, friend, movement. Everybody can move. All you need to do is move your body. But for some reason, that doesn't feel right to us, right? It's like, it can't be that simple. It cannot be as easy as just moving my body. It can't. But friends, I'm here to tell you that it is. It's so simple and it's so much more sustainable and joyful and happy than exercise is. And again, if you love exercise and that's your jam, I love you. That's perfect. And movement allows for exercise, but it doesn't demand it. It doesn't say, you are not worthy. You haven't earned it. Where's your sweat? No pain, no gain. Movement is all about checking in with your body and seeing what's up and what you want to do today to move. Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to go for a hike? Do you want to sweat? Do you want to jump? Do you want to run? Do you want to ride your bike? Do you want to take a yoga class? Do you want to go paddle boarding? What do you want to do? My friend Kevin Geary at The Rebooted Body talks about Dwilt. And it's a principle that he came up with. But it basically stands for do what you love today. And I love that. I love how he's phrased it. And it's because it involves mindfulness and movement together. So being mindful of what your body needs and acting accordingly. It's beautiful when you let go of the pressure of exercise and you actually move how you want to. Adrian, who does yoga with Adrian, which is like crazy popular on YouTube. She is a YouTube sensation. She was at the Olympics doing yoga for some of the athletes. It's crazy. Adidas or Adidas, depending on who you are, pretty much sponsors her. She's amazing. But she's got a principle of find what feels good and act accordingly. And I love that. I love it. She's not so, like, if you've never done her one of her yoga videos, it's amazing. She's not like, this is how we do downward dog and this is how you hold it. She's like, you know, you might want to move here. Or maybe you could shift or pedal your feet or find what feels good. And how infrequently do we do that? How infrequently do we check in with our bodies, see where we're at emotionally, mentally, physically, and act accordingly? We don't. We think we need to sweat. We think we need to insert here. So how do you get started doing that? What are the practical steps to get you along this path away from exercise and toward movement? Well, one of the things that's in my Beyond Balanced guide is a little exercise that I'm going to share with you here, and it's called a movement bucket list. So what you're going to do is you're going to take out a piece of paper, or if you have the guide, you can print it out because it's right on, oh, I can find the page for you. Hold on, I have it right here. Oh, where is it? It's on page. Oh, my pages aren't numbered. Okay, well, it's in the movement section. So essentially, it works like this. You're going to make three columns. And the first column is going to be movement I enjoy. 
So in this column, you're going to write down all the things that you've ever tried that you really like. It could be yoga, it could be riding a bike, it could be going for a walk, rollerblading, ice skating, you name it. If you like it, it goes in that column. The next column is movement I want to try. So this is something that you know of that you haven't tried, but you think it could be fun. Maybe you've never tried bouldering. Maybe you've never tried rock climbing. Maybe you've never tried yoga. Maybe you've never done a fitness class. So if it looks interesting to you, I want you to put it in that second column. The third column is movement to work up to. And this is where you get to put different modalities down for things that maybe they scare you. Like for me, aerial yoga (laughs) terrifies me because I'm afraid of heights. But it goes in my movement to work up to list because I want to try as many things as possible. Because the more experiences with movement that you have, the more tools you have to draw from. You know what I'm saying? Maybe for you, you really want to try stand-up paddleboarding, but you just worry that you're not so good at standing even on one foot, let alone on a board in water. So you need to work up to that. And so that's the list that might be a little bit shorter at first, but as you work on these columns and you try more movement modalities, it'll help you to dream up what's possible for you next. And it doesn't have to be traditional exercises. Like that's the beauty of movement is it's just ways of moving your body. Horseback riding could be another way. Maybe something that you want to try or swimming or going for a hike. There are so many different ways to move your body and exercise can be a part of that but it's not the driving force it's not how we're thinking about it we're thinking about it in terms of asking yourself okay self today is a new day what do I need from my body today what do you need and checking in with yourself do you still have soreness from an exercise that you did maybe you're not ready to do something as intense today Maybe for you, you're feeling really stressed out and you just need to chill. So maybe some yoga would be beneficial. Maybe your muscles are nuts and you just need to spend some time foam rolling and stretching. There's so many different ways to move your body and using this bucket list will help you increase the amount of activities that you have to draw from. And I think that that is a great place to start to get yourself motivated to move more, but in ways that are sustainable. And as you find what you like to do, it becomes so much easier to stay motivated because isn't that a huge problem with exercise? It's so demotivating and it feels like you have to do it, that you should do it. But with movement, it's, it's so much a part of you. It's things you actually enjoy doing. So it's so much easier to say yes to this than to say yes to a treadmill or an elliptical, or something that you, maybe you really love those two machines. I don't, but (laughs) maybe you do. Because it's not about what you're saying no to, it's about what you're saying yes to. And when you focus on the positive side of movement and you embrace the things that you love to do, it's so easy to sustain. And then your results are sustainable. It's amazing. But one thing that you do want to consider, that you may want to consider, is walking. Walking is like 
the redheaded stepchild of, I don't even know if that's the right phrase for it. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like the social outcast of fitness. It's like if somebody suggests walking to you, you're like, oh gosh, really? But friends, I'm here to tell you, there is nothing better you can do for your body than to walk every day. Every day. 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes walking, being mindful as you're walking. So not just tuning out like you would on a treadmill, but actually paying attention. And try to get off off of the sidewalk, off of the cement, get on some dirt or some bark dust trails. Do something different. Walking is amazing, not only for exercise benefits, but also for psychological benefits. If you Google search benefits of walking, you will find thousands of articles that back it up, that say that this is the thing, this can be the game changer is getting out, breathing in fresh air, soaking in some sun, or taking on some rain, and just walking. It does amazing things for your central nervous system, your digestive system. Oh, it is incredible. So I challenge you to think of walking differently. If you want to, you can listen to music, or you could listen to a podcast. hey You can walk with a friend, or you can walk by yourself. You don't have to be like, the grannies that have the like ankle and wrist weights, right? You don't have to be like doing arm flailing as you walk. That's cracks me up. We have so many little ladies in our neighborhood who do like morning laps and you can just see them out there doing their little jazzercise moves as they walk. It doesn't even have to be that friend. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. It's just moving your body forward. Maybe try walking backwards or sideways or with your eyes closed for a minute. Watch out for cars, of course. Safety first. But just try something different. Open your mind up to the potential of what movement could be and how it could change your life. And if you've got a family and you struggle to balance exercise and family, this is an incredible way to solve this problem. Because you can involve your family members in your movement activities. You can bring them along. You can bring them with you and teach them and model for them what it looks like to actually enjoy your body and to enjoy movement. And I think this is critically lacking in our culture, especially the gym that I go to. The kids club is always full. And it's rare for the kids to see the parents exercise and see what they do. So I've started doing a lot more at home with Lewis so that he sees me moving and he sees me benefiting from this movement increases my mood. It makes me happy. (laughs) And it's something that we can do together. There's actually on YouTube a little mommy and me yoga where the yoga teacher does like costumes and stories and he loves it. He's like, let me show you what exercises I can do. Let me show you my push-ups. Let me show you my downward dog. Let me show you my child's pose. He loves it. He loves it. And by doing that, I get to teach him how to treat his body how he can choose movement that feels good to him and to do that. Because the last thing I want to see is my son ending up in the gym, standing in front of the mirror doing bicep curls. I don't want that for him. I want him to experience movement like it's meant to be. For him to find it as a form of self-expression almost. Because there's so much beauty in the way that our bodies move. It's beautiful. 
So that is my challenge today. If you want the bucket list and you want a little bit more information, my guide Beyond Balanced, an introductory guide to being captivatingly confident is available on the website. Go to captivatinglyconfident.com. There's a little banner at the bottom that says, get my free guide. Click that, grab your guide, and then head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. KimLudeman.com will get you there. And share with us your bucket list. I dare you to take a picture and to upload a picture of your bucket list to the, to the group so we can see it and be inspired by it and cheer you on. That's what the group is there for. I want you to take advantage of it. And I cannot wait to see what you guys come up with as ways to move your body that feel good. I'll see you next time.